0: Welcome to the Steiner Books Sunday Letter Podcast. My name is Kathy Donchek. This week, we're beginning a series with the theme of bringing learning home and what that means and how to make it your own, how to support your students if you're a teacher trying to bring learning home from a distance, also for parents trying to find their way into this new journey into homeschooling. Homeschooling on your own directed is different than homeschooling that is directed from another institution or another teacher. I hope that this series will bring some light to the subject, some new ways of thinking about learning at home and supporting students while our schools try to do their best to support families uh, during this health crisis. Thank you for listening. I spent many years working in public education, but in a way, as someone as a little bit of an outsider that also got to see the inside. I worked as an educational consultant for a large curriculum uh, company, textbooks, basal readers, that type of thing for many, many years. I loved what I learned. Uh, The thing that drew me to that work was actually being able to be involved in read the actual research that went into the development of these different products. I began that work before I had children later in life. And once I did have children, uh, my intuitive sense as a teacher and as a parent realized for my children, that was not a process that would work. Um, It's not for all children, but for my children, as we tried different things, I had access to every curriculum guide under the sun, uh, free resources, worksheets, you name it. It was all there, online resources, even you know, as early as uh, 12, 13 years ago, there were online resources for things like music and pre-kindergarten, which is someone who spent time as an elementary music teacher was uh, was not something that that um, that I took really quickly, took to really quickly, even though I actually consider myself um, someone that uses technology. A lot in her work. So I say all that to kind of give you an idea of where I'm coming from. I'll try very hard in these episodes when I talk about learning at home, not to imply you should do something one way or another, but to allow you to see both sides of the coin from a parent's perspective, from someone who worked around public education and saw teachers in different environments, and then also as a homeschooling family, we've been homeschooling. Our sons are 11 years old. My husband is the main teacher these days. That is uh, really his full-time occupation working with them. And then I still work with them on the things that are really natural to me, like writing, um, creative writing in particular, um, nature study, gardening, um, some of those other things, um, arts, crafts, Um, And we balance those two things. So that just tells you a little bit about where we're coming from. Now, one of the things I wanted to look to was, what did Steiner talk about as far as um, the different forces leading to health and illness and education? And and there's a particular lecture that I'll share with you, but I wanna read specifically from him in, in that he says, As a kind of obvious secret, let me say that although a great deal has been said about the enthusiasm here, when I go through the classes in a school, I see a kind of depression, a kind of heaviness in the teachers. The lessons are conducted within with a certain heaviness. This heaviness must be eliminated. Actually, it may also express itself in artificial enthusiasm. Artificial enthusiasm can achieve nothing at all. The only enthusiasm capable of achieving anything is that kindled by our own living interest in the subjects with which we must deal in the classroom. Now, it is essential for us to realize that as teachers, we need to develop a consciousness of our own. It is necessary for us to work at cultivating this consciousness. I'm going to stop there and... and Give you a little bit of insight. When I worked in um, as a teacher years ago, um, a young teacher, elementary music teacher, um, there was always a heaviness in the uh, teacher's lounge. And that was a private school, not a public school. Um, there was always, um, not from every single teacher, you could always tell teachers that lit up the room. They were so excited to teach what it was they were teaching. One of the difficulties that I see as someone that worked as an educational consultant. And what that means really is my job was to, to share the structure of a learning activity or product with a school administrator or a teacher and try to help them understand how that's useful to them. That was my whole job. And in that whole process, um, I was also studying at graduate school about child development and some of these other things. And I was trying to put together as many resources for these teachers as they decided and evaluated if this was the right thing for them. That was um, my job as a resource. And I loved that particular job. What Steiner talks about more than 100 years ago in this comment about the heaviness and a kind of depression exists still today in different things. And this artificial enthusiasm, I get that. When we began homeschooling, we had tried different things. We did a Waldorf cottage kindergarten program that was for homeschoolers, led by um, mainly two women. Uh, one was actually a former music teacher, and the other was a Waldorf, a, a former Waldorf teacher and a Waldorf student years before. And so they they called it in the beginning Waldorf inspired, um, and they they dropped that um, label or description. Later on, because they felt like that really wasn't reflective of everything they were doing, because they brought in lots of different things. So it wasn't only Waldorf, although there was a lot of elements there. But this inf- artificial enthusiasm that we all ha- feel when we decide to uh, do learning at home. Many people are doing learning at home right now that never anticipated they would do it. Like my husband and I, we were reluctant. We, we knew homeschoolers. We will never do that. ha. Uh-huh course never say never one of the things that I learned about bringing learning home is that Steiner was right artificial enthusiasm what that does is you're trying to you're trying to impart something in some subject to your child and my advice to you right now is to find the things that excite you find the things that you would do whether you're paid or not I, I think we all have very interest of that. And I, as I opened up this segment, I talked about that my husband is mainly the, the main homeschool dad. My husband is a former chemist, scientist, um, loved math, loved chemistry, loved physics, likes all those things. Those things give him juice. Things with structure help um, make him light up. Editing something, because he is an editor now. Those kind of things, putting together things and solving puzzles. So when he teaches the boys, he does use uh, a curriculum for math and some other things. But they also uh, put together a greenhouse. They do puzzle work. They help work on a car. They do these different things because those are the things that he has absolute true enthusiasm for. And when I began the homeschooling journey, I was, I was working more part-time and my husband was working full-time. And I tried all of these different activities, um, curriculums and curriculums are really, they give you almost a recipe to do for every day. But one of the things we know from our children, whether you heard it from Steiner or from somewhere else, every single one of them is their absolute own person. I have twins and they couldn't be any different. They just happened to share the same birthday. The, when you start looking at different things to teach, And you start to feel the pressure and your teachers, if your children are home from public school, your teachers are feeling the pressure. They probably are having to do a lot of artificial enthusiasm for being excited to do online learning, which many of their lessons were never meant to be conducted at a distance like that. How we can all work right now to combat artificial enthusiasm would be To find the things that give you joy and teach your children those. If you like to bake, if you like to cook, if you like to do crossword puzzles, um, there are so many different things that you may say, well, my children won't be interested in that. But the difference is no matter their age, if you are interested and passionate about something and something lights you up, it lights up everyone around you. So find those particular things reading a story to your children listening to music and it doesn't have to be classical music it can be any kind of music it can be we have an old record player it's actually a new record player but it's playing old vinyls and we love it and you can talk through that um, we decided to put up a greenhouse one of those hobby kits that you can buy that are inexpensive and we started talking to the kids about victory gardens what's Victory Guard? We don't really, he said, you know what, let's all find out about it together. Whether or not that's watching a documentary, there's nothing that says learning has to take place in a certain way, but what you do have to have is authentic enthusiasm for what you're sharing. That's my first tip about bringing learning home. And to all of the teachers that have had to embark on this distance, nurturing, and holding up of families and children in your care, we are here to support you. If you have questions, please send them our way. If, you're, if you need resources or if you just need encouragement, subscribe to our Sunday letter. That's all. That's what it's there for us to hopefully inspire and encourage you on your week. Thank you so much. I will share a link to this lecture so you can read it for yourself and see if you can't find your way to authentic enthusiasm in sharing things for learning at home. Ask people around you, ask the children's grandparents, ask the next door neighbor, as long as it's socially distanced and safe or um, or even by the phone. What can they share? Until next time, this is Kathy Donchek for Steiner Books. The Rudolf Steiner Lecture mentioned in this episode of the Steiner Books Sunday Letter podcast can be found on our blog at steinerbooks.org blog Under the heading Forces Leading to Health and Illness in Education,